Welcome to Arkansas AgCast, your source for the latest news and views in Arkansas agriculture. Arkansas AgCast is produced by the Arkansas Farm Bureau Federation. I'm sitting in here with uh, Clyde Fenton, and on this edition of Arkansas AgCast, we're talking about food safety. Uh, Clyde is a specialty crop grower and also works with the uh, extension service in food safety so tell us about the food safety training that's going on right now for produce farmers all right well um the food safety training is is basically something that was set up uh, mandated by the the food and drug administration and basically it's requiring farmers who grow produce for sale to go through a training to to understand there's seven modules and they go through uh, water health and hygiene of workers soil amendments um, record keeping farm plans uh, just kind of a whole bunch of different stuff related to food safety to just bring farmers uh, an awareness about that area. I guess maybe backing up from it a little bit, you know, the first time I was introduced to produce food safety, I was kind of, honestly, kind of antagonistic. I felt like, okay, here comes another regulation, another list of things we've got to do. But the reality is, on this one, I really believe that the goal of Food Safety Modernization Act is to produce safer food. Um, 2011 was when it was passed. It's being rolled out right now. This is actually the first year that inspections are going to happen. They're going to happen on farms that are $500,000 gross or more. And then next year it will be farms that are uh, 250 to 500,000. And then the year after that it'll be farms that are 25,000 or greater. And there's a, a number of things as far as exclusions and exemptions depending and, on. And, and by farms, we're talking about ones that are producing fruit, vegetables, sprouts, or nuts, right? Correct. Um, and, and when you get, I mean, if you want to get really specific on what they're looking at, it's a uh, it's produce that's that's cons- generally consumed raw. Um, so it, it's things that people are going to be eating that has not gone through a cooking process where there's a kill stop or a kill step where microbial um, pathogens can be destroyed. And, you know, the whole... Uh, the thing that's driving this over the last probably 10 years... We have these occasional recalls. We've had two on lettuce within the last year. Um, there was there was cantaloupes several years ago with issues. There was spinach a number of years ago. There, there's been issues with tomatoes. But they've been all um, pathogenic microbial contamination of those fruits that when people consumed them raw, they got sick and in some cases died. And that's what they're trying to uh, mitigate, you know, make it less of a problem so okay so uh the training sessions um like the one we're at today and you've been involved with now over the past year and in fact i think these training sessions have started maybe two years ago and there's been 16 or so that have happened and you guys are systematically going throughout the state doing these sessions what's the response been from 
from the growers? You know, it, it's been kind of interesting because I think early on we were probably, and I say we, I've only been involved a few months, but from what I'm told, there was a greater antagonism at the onset when the trainings first began. But as word has gotten around and as people have began to talk about what this is really about, there's a lot of people kind of coming on board and saying, you know, this is important. This is worth doing. It's worth being trained for. And I can say this, too. I think I think the response of a lot of farmers is they will walk away after a training like today. And they'll say, boy, I, I really picked up some things that I, I didn't know before, things that, that I'm going to watch now. And, you know, I shared with a group earlier today when I was doing a session, um, you know, for me, we're influenced by so many things in our lives, and those kind of create filters in our life. And we run, we run our decision-making through the filters that we've developed. Well, really, what, what, what's trying, what we're trying to accomplish with this food safety training is to create a new filter for farmers where they're doing risk assessment, food safety risk assessment on their farms as they look at every operation of their farm from planting all the way to harvesting, um, looking at every aspect and saying, okay, is there something I'm doing here that could be introducing um, contamination that can cause a foodborne illness? You know, you, you did tell a story earlier, and in, in as someone who's been a farmer for, for nearly 30 years, talk about an example. I, I think you were uh, speaking specifically about walking in to get something for your, your high tunnel and all of a sudden, you looked at it with new eyes. Yeah, yeah. The the illustration I, I shared is on strawberries. We use a, a cover called a floating row cover, and it's quite a light cover that lets light through, but it will give protection of 5 to 7 degrees, depending on conditions. Um, but we use it in strawberries to kind of prevent super low temperatures from damaging crowns or when they get closer to bloom um, preventing frost damage on on blooms that will will ruin the fruit basically anyway i walked into my barn because i needed to put covers on we were headed for some really low temperatures and i didn't want crown damage and i looked at where my covers were and they're on a a, a bit of a platform um, but the reality is they were where the farm cats could lay on them or the farm dogs or birds could build a nest over them. I just, I looked at them in a different way that time. When I walked in, I'm like, boy, you know, I really need to look at storing these differently because reality is they can be contaminated there and I could be introducing contamination to my strawberries. You know, everything that we discover, we may not we not, may not be able to, uh, for money reason or other reasons, fix it maybe on the spot, but it's changing my thinking. It's like, okay, so how do I store them better so that they're, they're cleaner, that they're, there's less chance of contamination? And I think if we can accomplish that, you know, kind of create a new, a new culture of food safety in our thinking, um, I think we can produce food that's safer, that's causing less foodborne illness. So these uh, uh, produce safety training sessions um, that you're involved with right now, 
what you're saying is is farmers come to these, they learn, they get certified, and then they go back to their farm with a new perspective on how they do things because you're trying the best you can, and all farmers try to do this once once they're educated, regardless of what they're raising. They don't want to be introducing unknowingly um, possible problems to the food source that they're growing. And so these training sessions really open the eyes of the farmer as well. Yeah, that's that's correct. You know, another thing that I share with the growers is this is an eight-hour training, and it's a lot of information to take in. But where extension, we've been we've been tasked with education and outreach and one of the things that we're doing beyond training is we're offering for farmers as they're subject to inspections so i mean we're not doing everyone right now but if they're subject to an inspection this year they can contact us and we will do an on-farm readiness review which is where we will walk through their farm with them looking at their practices and help them kind of begin that process of looking at stuff. You know, I shared something else with the folks in the last training I did. Years ago, my uncle wanted me to understand investing better. And he told me, he says, Clyde, go go get yourself a Wall Street Journal and read it. And I can remember the first time I picked up a Wall Street Journal, it was like reading a foreign language. I didn't understand the acronyms. I didn't understand the terminology. Um, I wasn't immersed in the the uh, investment culture, and so it was very, very strange. And in many senses, this training that we're doing today, it's for some people, it's kind of like the first time they read the Wall Street Journal. But as they um, take advantage of the resources available to them through um, other trainings that we do and through the on-farm readiness reviews and, and even educational visits that we'll do. And a lot of times we're showing up at field days and we're talking about this stuff. But if people take advantage of this, this stuff becomes more fluent and you begin to understand more. I know in my, in my own understanding of it, boy, the first time I sat in a conference where they talked about this regulation, I thought I was going to I thought my my head was going to explode trying to just process the acronyms. But as as time's gone on, I'm understanding more of the acronyms, which are organizations and practices and different things. And and I'm really beginning to to dig in and and understand the nuances of food safety and, and hopefully getting to a point where I can really share that with others to kind of help begin to change that culture. So when all is said and done, for someone who's listening to this uh, edition of AgCast in this subject matter, um, they they could probably get a hold of their county agent and and begin the process of learning and understanding what this is about, get in touch with you guys and, and have one of those on-farm visits and, and begin a process that will go a long way to them being in compliance when all is said and done. Absolutely. You know, interestingly, you, you, you bring up contacting the county agent, and the, the county agents are our front line. I mean, they are out there. They have the relationships with farmers. And so as we've been doing these trainings, we've been encouraging county agents to go through it so they have a better understanding so when their clientele call them, 
they do understand what's going on. The other thing that we're doing is we're really trying to reach out to our extension agents and saying, okay, we, we feel that strategically there's training needed in your area. And we reach out to the county that we're doing the training in, and then we reach out to every county around it. And, and we try and stay in front of them with the upcoming <coughs> training so that they can, they can promote that for us. Also, Farm Bureau is doing a fantastic job in putting our information out there um, so that Farm Bureau members know what's going on and where they can get training. And um, so, so that's kind of a little bit of, of, of how we're approaching this thing. We actually sat down this spring, and I had a map of the counties, and we looked at everywhere we trained, and we looked at where our largest farms were that were subject to inspections this year. And we really tried to strategize, okay, where do we need to do the trainings this year so that we're available for those people that really need it right now because they are facing an Ag Department inspection in the near future. Well, he is Clyde Fenton. He is a program associate in food safety and a 30-year guy in growing fruits and vegetables himself, so you know it real well. And we appreciate you taking the time to be with AgCast today. Well, thank you. I, I appreciate the opportunity to, to speak on this subject.